Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. Cool. You guys ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We are finishing up our month of Halloween. We don't remember what year it is. I mean, it's 2021 when you're when we're recording this. I don't remember which version of Halloween this is. Um, also, yeah, I noticed something. Four, five. Yeah, huh? Who knows? Who knows? I'll, I could go back and find out if I was really that interested. But um, yes, we are finishing off with the book that is goofy as hell. Um, and I hope everyone else loved it as much as I love it. I'm not entirely certain, but it is goofy. It's 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 not high art, but that's sort of the beauty of it. Um, uh, we are doing Archie versus Predator, um, which, as I think we've said before, I discovered purely because I made a smart ass comment at one of Alan, uh, Adam's panels at uh, Fanex a few years ago and then started searching for weird Archie books and realized that this existed and immediately ordered it on Amazon. You do um, realize that I'm going to do this during your panel now, right? I'm doing four of them, so you're going to have lots of opportunities. To well, do I think it. I only get to go to one because I can only go on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's the only one I'm I think doing. I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. That, we need to talk about that, Todd, too, because uh, Ellen and I are coming out. So I would love for you and Amy to come out, but unfortunately, you're actually going to have to buy a ticket this time because Ellen gets. Oh, you already bought them. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't feel like an asshole. Um, Dude, yeah. it was 50 bucks I had for a three day pass. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's I stupid just... because the Saturday one alone is 40 bucks ahead. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I, and kids get in free. Yeah. So I already bought my pass. Uh, so we are joined by our standard group. Thank you for reminding me what book we're doing, Lena. Uh, we are joined by our normal group. We have Adam, we have Lena, we have Todd, Hello. we have me, I am yep. Brian. Um, yeah, so Archie vs. Predator, it's by Alex DeCampi, who, what other book do we read this month? It's by him, them? Dracula Motherfucker. Uh, Dracula Motherfucker, right. And it's um, a she. Is it she? Okay. She, um, also, she. awesome. Uh, also, I noticed in the, at least in the special features in my copy of the book, there are, there's a mini comic by Robert Hack. So part of our uh, Halloween tradition of having Robert Hack art on a lot of these things uh, is, is there as well. Um, but yeah, so, um, the general gist of this book is I remembered it slightly differently than it really was, but uh, uh, Archie ends up, not Archie, Jughead wins a trip for him and all of his friends to go. I do, I love that one. Um, all of his friends to go to um, the some island in South America on vacation where the Costa Rica, uh, Costa Rica is in Costa Rica. Okay, the, the redheaded assholes, I can't remember the names off the top of my head, um, Cheryl and uh, Blossom. I don't remember. Oh, the Blossom uh, family. Yeah, Cheryl yeah. and whatever. Yeah, they're down there on their yacht being dicks. Um, they go down there. Stuff ensues. Um, Betty ends up sort of running off, getting a cursed uh, dagger, and in the process has um, basically the predator fall in love with her um, and stalk her. Uh, and then he ends up following them back to uh, Riverdale, and uh, the bodies begin to pile up. Um, and it a it incorporates almost every Archie character and side plot that I know of, but also there are some very funny movie references mm-hmm. um, in this. Just in general, there's a lot of weird re- like from titles of uh, of stuff, um, like guess who's coming to dinner, and all sorts of stuff to like an alien versus predator uh, reference. There's a bunch of stuff in here. So, uh, but Adam. What is our cocktail for this week? Uh, yeah, so our cocktail this week is called the Archiekins. Uh, it takes a little bit of prep. Uh, so you have to make smoke, well, smoked ice. So you can do this in two ways. You can either, if you're like Todd and you're going to roast with like, you know, smoke a 15 pound pork butt, you can take a tray and put it in the smoker kind of off to the side so it gets the smoke aroma 
and not really evaporate too much. Keep on adding more or take like a quart of water and add maybe a teaspoon of liquid smoke. Pour that in ice cube trays, let it freeze. Then in an ice-filled shaker with normal ice, you're going to add two ounces of bourbon, a half ounce of peach liqueur, a half ounce of lemon juice, a half ounce of simple syrup. You're going to shake the shit out of that. You're going to strain into a glass that you filled with a smoked ice. You're going to take a port wine and you're going to pour it uh, over the back of a spoon to make a nice little float. And then you garnish with a small sprig of rosemary. Mm-hmm. Very lovely. delightful and very yes. Southern. Yeah, it sounds kind of interesting. It was, uh, I've never heard of smoked ice before, but I was like, oh, why not? Yeah. Uh, cool. I have my own drinking game rule, but I also have a couple in my mind. So, uh, Lena, what is your drinking game rule? Boar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anytime you see one of the characters have blood all over their their faces, Mm -hmm. take a drink. Okay. Uh, Mr. Todd. They had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) The predator takes someone out. And you're not that sad about the person they took out. Yeah. It's not all of them. Yeah. But go ahead and take a drink. Okay. And Mr. Adam. Uh, So I had some that were kind of tied to those. But the one I thought everyone would go for was, this isn't Grandma's Archie, is it? Uh, Every time (laughs) they make a really inappropriate or adult joke that you wouldn't really Mm -hmm. expect in a classic Archie book. Yes. Um, and mine is, I get that reference every time there is a reference to a, a movie or something. There's a lot of them in there. That one's, that one's going to be small sips for sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Todd, have you read this before? Yeah, I've read it before. Okay, anybody else? Read it before. So I'm thinking it's me and Todd have read it before, and Lena and Adam, this is your first time? Yes. Uh, Lena, what is your experience with this book? This is Isn't fucking it? goofy. Isn't it though? <laughs> <laughs> Um, first off, Veronica's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So is Betty. Always is, though. Yeah. Yeah. They to be honest. Are. I mean, in reality, they're all assholes. There's kind no of. one likable in the Archie universe. Uh, like well, except idea. Sabrina cracked me up in yeah. this. My favorite is when they like they go to Sabrina and she's all nice, whatever. And then she like they look over and she has like this big satanic mask on, like ready to rock. <laughs> Yeah, I I definitely really liked it. I she was like the only character I really liked. Um, I love the pictures of the and you can't see it right now, but the of pictures of Predator where he's just like, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, yeah, yeah, where he's uh, like very wholesome face. in nineteen fifties and like healthy yeah. time, yeah. 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 Um, I <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing was just goofy oh yeah and the worst part is i just kept thinking this isn't that outlandish compared to what riverdale is going through currently (laughs) this isn't that far off of what could happen in the universe of riverdale on the cw um, and it actually might make more sense than what's going on in Riverdale. Um, but I just, as I read this, I just unfortunately heard it, like all the voices as the current characters from Riverdale. Oh, okay. Which uh, for most of them fit, except for Betty uh, and Jughead. Um, Betty and Jughead in the show are a little bit more serious uh, mm-hmm. than than they were in this. And I always forget that there was the whole like 
Archie has to choose between Betty and Veronica, which, by the way, they've all been friends since they were little. Mm-hmm. What exactly does Archie have that they seem to be he's like? Got, he's got fuckboy energy. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But I, I don't know. The whole the one thing I will say about the show, I'm glad that they let that shit go after the first like half of the first season. Yeah, they didn't do a lot of that like back and forth. Um, I was sad when they when he killed Jughead. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're ruining I, Riverdale. But for me. what? I haven't watched Riverdale yet. Um, uh, the first season is not bad. I actually really like the first. The season. first season is really good. Yeah. And then after that, I stopped watching it. Yeah. So the first season that. has has changes of like um, Quinn Peaks. Yeah. And everything. It's actually the the first season of Riverdale is really really good, and I think that's why so many people got into it because it didn't have that like teeny bopper kind of mm-hmm. thing to it. The second season wasn't terrible, but it ended really weird and since then they've just gone like cuckoo and like yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. like all kinds of shit going on um well, Sab- sabrina went cuckoo uh, sabrina pissed me off so sabrina didn't end. sabrina was okay and then they it just didn't the land ending. the ending yeah and i was just like you can fuck right off with that um <laughs> the thing i really loved though is when um, Betty realizes that he took her lucky scrunchie. Yeah. And then he had it in his tentacles. I don't know what the hell yeah. predator. Thought. I mean, it's yeah. technically, they're saying it's like his hair. It's like yeah. dreads mm-hmm. that yeah. he put back yeah. with her. And that's on every scene you see <laughs> scrunchie on his head. And it just makes me so happy for some reason. Um, well, like when she finds it and she's like, my scrunchie, and he's has in his hand, he's like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and then the next scene, he's got, yeah, I, that's funny. <laughs> I just thought that was great. And then I do love that they turned the Predator back into Archie yeah, at the end. Like you do. So with that said, he seemed to be more interested in Betty than Veronica. Yeah. So if now the Predator is now turned into Archie, hasn't he technically chosen between the two of them? Well, I mean, yeah. he's like half Predator and half Archie. That I mean, I don't know. Arguably, they also say that they're going to train him to not. They, or I guess they say they're not. They're going to train him not to freak out around cutlery. But that also means that they could train him to be just like the other Archie and be a fuckboy and you know mm-hmm. want to uh, and, and trip over a line in the sand. Yeah, that was one of my favorite lines. Yes, mm-hmm. it's true. We used to say that about dancers that they would trip over a chalk line drawn on the floor. Um, it was very interesting when they're on stage, amazing. But like backstage, they will trip over anything. Soccer uh, player do that yeah and they get a magic spray to help them solve all the world's problems they deserve oscars for every performance sometimes yes, yes. so so but. yes i i did enjoy this it was a strange book yeah what do you think of the art style archie yeah I kind of love how it's classic just, Archie it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Really, it is very classic Archie. I kept thinking of um, as I was reading it, Bazooka Joe. Yeah, you know the, yeah. the little like I don't even know if they make them anymore. They do. Um, they do. Okay. Yeah. Because I was saying, just it's all I kept. Every time I see Jughead, it's always the first thing I think mm-hmm. of is Bazooka Joe. Um, he also kind of reminds me of the kid on the Cracker Jack box. The, the yes. little hat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all like half brothers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, the, the, there was, it was interesting. And, and I know that you're like, oh, the assholes, the blossoms, but 
I mean, whatever at this yeah. point. But um, yeah, I mean, there was it was it's fluff, it's goofy, but it was enjoyable and it's yeah. short. It's an easy read. Yeah. So yeah. Right. No, it's it's goofy and it embraces what it is and it knows what it, it's that it's goofy. That's kind of part of what I love about this book. Is like it's kind of what you expected it to be. Like when you're like Archie versus Predator, you want it to look like Archie, but you kind of mm-hmm. want to have it have the gore of Predator, and it kind of just fulfills all of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, like, and I'll say this. Compare this to the Archie meets Kiss. Yeah. And oh, this, this is so is much better. So oh, yeah. much better. Yeah. Than Archie meets Kiss. Oh yeah, for sure. And don't oh, get me wrong, I love Kiss, but this is when we when I got Archie meets Kiss, I was hoping it'd be more like this because I love this book. Um, but yeah, I have a Archie meets um a Batman sixty six as well, um, uh, which isn't bad. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, uh, Todd, uh, what are your thoughts on the re- re-readability of this and, and what you liked about it and all that sort of stuff? So it was better on the second read. I agree. Than I read it the first time. So like goofiness, but you read it again and it's, um, talking about it's, um, it's Archie, it's drawn in Archie house style, mm-hmm. but yet it's still predator. And yeah, he's a little bit goofy, but he's still the predator. And they're both, neither one is short shrifted for yeah. what they are. It's like, this is the craziest smash that we could possibly think of, but like, let's actually do this Yeah, and not say it's a Barney, the dinosaur dressed up as predator at the end mm-hmm. of it. It's really, oh, it really is predator. Yeah. And yes, there's a magic healing machine in Veronica's house. Cause why yeah. not? But the whole thing is because why not but it's still it's like oh i'm a big fan of predator this actually book is kind of for you oh i'm yeah. a big archie fan oh this book is actually kind of for you yeah and it respects not quite the right word but they're all given it's um proper due it's proper due and it's it's silly because it wants to be silly and it's not silly because it's stupid yeah so it's um the way it is i mean you look at it and it um does i love how when uh betty goes in and wins the best dress mm-hmm. contest with uh what the chanel right oh, yeah but it's last year yeah how'd you get last year it is last yeah. year's chanel but you're yeah. wearing chanel yeah and just goes like haute couture is some of the most outlandish weird stuff because yeah. it's not meant for dressing you just watch it but it's um yeah i just um i enjoyed reading it more i mean it's a goofy oh yeah is it silly yeah if you set it down and read it again next year you're like this is even better this just ages better with there are a few little like weird references that i caught more this time like one of them is mm-hmm. that first shot of uh like the kids arriving on the beach um up on the upper sort of like right hand side there's a kid reading a comic book and it's sergeant croc instead of sergeant rock which i thought was mm-hmm. like kind of great like they're weird little things like that inside of stuff um right it's it's just i don't know it's delightfully goofy it is and what i like in mine mine's not the deluxe edition or anything but you go to the back on one page it says here are archie books to buy and the next page is dark horse and it's the current alien lineup and Mm -hmm. lineup so it's like buy these defiance and life and death fire and stone and you're like because of course it does yeah because of course it does. Well, and the thing I love about great. my copy is the back of it has the classic Archie library is what it has. And then the predator mm-hmm. books. Um, so like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. So mine is actually like the old school collecting editions. I don't, I think they're, maybe you have it in hardcover. I have it in hardcover. Yes, I do. Oh, maybe wow. it looks like yours, Lana. But yeah. So like it has arch predator on one side and then like the classic Archie books. It looks kind of like yours, Lana. I think yeah. it's the same thing, but yeah, like it has the, the classic stuff on there, which I kind of love. Also, I don't know if anybody else noticed this or if, 
if it's just in mind, there is a discussion about the art process on the book, which I thought was fascinating. Okay. So yeah, just, just my predator page is different. It looks like Adam. Um, but, uh, so I was reading it, uh, like the art process, everybody worked on actual paper except for the colorist. So like they did all of the, the, um, drawing and then they did all the lettering and then they sent it to dark horse, dark horse scanned it for them. And then the colorist was the only person working digitally on this book, which I thought was just sort of really interesting colorist slash inker, um, which I thought was just really interesting um, that this book was all hand-drawn originally and on actual paper, which is kind of lovely. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting. So, um, so there's like a lot of these Archie meets. Yeah. Right. There's okay. Archie meets the Punisher. Okay. Archie meets Glee. I've heard yeah. of that one. Yes. Uh, well, we read Archie meets kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love from all the universes. Archie meets fill in the blank like Mad Libs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? What's really funny is that I was going to get this book and I had to actually order the, the physical copy because I couldn't find it digital anywhere. I did find digital Archie versus Predator 2. So I almost bought oh. that one. In fact, that's why I asked in the in the group chat which one it was. And if you look at that one, maybe next year we could do it for our Archie book for, for next mm-hmm. Halloween. Uh, it's drawn in the Riverdale kind of format mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. The, the characters look like the, the actors from the show. So I was like, okay, this is, I was kind of expecting that. So when you're like, oh, no, 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 it's the, it's the original one. I wasn't fully expecting classic, like, Archie art, where it was the Predator and Archie were drawn, like, the characters that you saw on the newsstands as a kid, that kind of stuff. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, maybe it's going to be, like, a sanitized. No, no, it wasn't sanitized. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, less people, actually, one of my drinking games was almost uh, finish him, because every time they kill someone, they rip their head off, their, their head, their skull, and their spine out. Right. And there's actually some fun. Gory is all get out. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't like over the top gory. It was like it was gory as hell, but it was like again like Mortal Kombat. It was like cartoon gory. Uh, and actually, there are some funny Mortal Kombat references in, in the book as well. So I I went in thinking I was going to get one thing, then I thought I was going to get another. And what I actually got was really cool. I mean, you all kind of touched on the reasons that it, that's fun. Like I said, it's goofy. It's tongue and cheek humor where it's poking fun at itself because it knows it's stupid. I mean, if we're all going to be honest, the idea of the Predator series is really stupid. Mm-hmm. This dude comes to Earth, starts killing things they get through the choppa and then they go home and then the thing follows them back and starts killing drug dealers and then you get three horrible movies that we never talked about uh yeah. but no it's it, it's fun and it kind of really encapsulates what we were looking for for this month as far as goofy scary fun sometimes you want something a little bit scarier but it's it it does what it wanted to do and is it archie versus predator a hundred percent is it kind of weird yes like when that one kid the smart kid had made like the archie robot I thought yeah. in the end it was gonna be like he was the one controlling the predator or something. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this kid doing? They're like, no, he just made this. And I was like, did he make the Archie robot that he's gonna go sit in because he wants to go like fuck Betty? And then he could say that I, I don't know. I my mind went weird places with that because I was like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Uh but yeah, it, it did what it wanted to do. It's really fun. I would like to go back and read it again because of all the references that are in there. And I know I didn't catch the first time, and even just flipping through now, I'm seeing things like Lena, I didn't notice the scrunchy thing till just now when I was flipping through it right before mm-hmm. you're talking about it. I'm like, oh, that's like awesome. So uh, I'd like to see what Archie vs. Predator 2 is. Maybe yeah. We can do it next year. Yeah. So there's also, I've, I've, I tried to find a whole list of weird Archie things. There's also a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet Archie. Um, and I forgot that for a little while, uh, the Archie company did a line of Ninja Turtles comics. Um, I think probably a slightly sanitized version of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, the other thing too is like, I thought there were, there's just a lot of fun references, but like, 
it's just sort of nice to see a book that just sort of understands what it is and just enjoys the hell out of just being that weird and goofy. Um, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, okay, this is fucking bizarre. And no one's ever going to make a movie out of this thing. I mean, if they did, it would be awesome, but no one's ever really going to do I it. I mean, it, it could honestly be on a season of Riverdale because that would actually make it a better show. Yeah. Because when Todd was saying, I'm worried about you're ruining Riverdale, I'm like, no, Riverdale's done that for its own thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure it is. The, um, and what's amazing about this that it happened is, I mean, Dark Horse did it, but they still have to go to the IP holders. So Fox said yes. Which also makes me believe that now that Disney owns it, the Predator could be a Disney princess. A princess, huh? A Disney princess. Okay. I'm just, I just wanted did to. Did you just assume there. it's gender? No. I think he did. I was saying that it could be whatever you want. You don't have to be male or female to be a princess, sir. I mean, yeah, look at Q. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, so. Does anybody else have any thoughts? I mean, I know this is not a terribly deep book, but uh, no, it's um, I guess going back to it is it's um, it's given its proper due. I like that phrase. Everything's given the respect that it deserves and what it is. It's not one is not being made fun of the other, mm-hmm. right? It's like oh, we're throwing in predators, so predators the butt of all the jokes. Yeah. They all are. Yeah. And it's all equally there. So it's um it was it was made by people that loved this whole concept ideas like yeah. dude, we can do this. Yeah. We can't they're gonna let us do this. Holy yeah. crap, they're gonna let us do this. And it just comes across and they all just I bet they all had a blast making it and it comes through and yeah. kind of have a blast reading. I think part of that is, is that it definitely comes through as something that was made by people who have a genuine love for both of those things. You know what I mean? Like you right. kind of tell when someone like is making fun of something or somebody is sort of like in the in crowd making their own self-referential jokes. There's a big difference there, you know? Um, and that, that sort of felt like what more of what this was. It was like, yes, okay. I also kind of feel that way a little bit about the Batman 66. Like it loves Batman, but it doesn't hold it in such high regard to not have a little bit of fun with how cheesy and campy it is. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, so like I, they I, embraced how campy it was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I think that this does a lot of that same thing um, of just right. sort of embracing the goofiness of it. Well, but. and it goes back to the idea that it, the, the best kind of comedy is the kind that punches up and not down. Yeah. Because I mean, you can go out there and you can, you can make fun of certain things and you could have a, have a blast with it. But the best comics aren't the ones who are putting things down because it's like less than them or because it's, you know, they'll, they'll make yeah. fun of something stupid, yeah. but not so much the, it, that's kind of how I felt with this. And, and Todd, you hit it right in the head when you're like, and Brian too, like, these are people who love Archie love predator and it's almost like they were all hanging out at a bar one night drunk as shit and like they're like oh dude we should totally do like archie versus predator that'd be so stupid and fun yeah and then the next day they're hung over and they're like wait hold on what did you say last night like, yeah I, I don't know like fuck your mom i mean what you know it's yeah it's like, no no archie versus predator and then all of a sudden they ran with it because you can tell they both they love both things and mm-hmm. archie is just ridiculous yeah. the whole of archie it, it's it's always been ridiculous. It's always been Americana, you know, distilled into kind of a cliche and a, a satire of itself. And uh, so what I was going to say was, though, we, uh, Lanny brought up Archie uh, meets Kiss, and that felt like the cash grab. In fact, we talked yeah. ad nauseum about the fact that Gene Simmons was probably doing it to make money. Uh, and you could just tell, okay, this is just, we're going through the motions. We really don't care. And yeah. maybe they were Kiss fans. Who knows? But you really get that genuine love of every single character, of the Predator, of all the silliness that it embodies. And that comes through. And that actually imprints on the reader as far as, like, you have a better time. I say it with movies all the time. When people are in something like the, the Fast and Furious movies, they know what they're in. They know mm-hmm. what they're in. There's nothing special or funny. It's just like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. We're going to jump cars into space. So let's just yeah. go with it. Yeah. But they get it. And they're not trying to be too serious or take themselves seriously. And that's what this does wonderfully well. It's yeah. over the top. It's campy. It's everything I wish Riverdale the show was. Uh, and who knows? Maybe they'll run out of ideas because I think they have. So maybe they'll do this. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it time. 
Archie, well, they could, they could do uh, Archie meets Kiss before Kiss gets too old to be on the TV show. Since they're about to stop touring, I think. So at least they no, well, they're, they're back to Utah again this year. Yeah. So they have, so I looked up the Archie meets books because I thought this was hilarious. They have Archie meets the B-52s. That's, yeah. Mm. Archie meets the Ramones. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Archie meets Flash Gordon. <laughs> uh, Batman, lots of Batman. Mm-hmm. Punisher, Glee. Which is rain. <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meets, meets Archie. Uh, I mean, there it's it is pretty interesting how it became such a. It was like the goofier the better. Um, it's almost sort of like a. It's a comic book version of like Weird Al, where it's like it's almost an honor yeah. to like have Archie meet your character kind of thing. Mm. I want to see Archie. Well, actually, they do have in the back of my book. They do have like a one page spread, uh, like little comic of um, Sabrina meets Hellboy, which was kind of awesome. That would work really well, actually. Yeah, interesting. Right, so, yeah. so what's our, what's a crazy Archie? meets what we want to see i mean deadpool i think is the obvious mm-hmm. you know um archie meets deadpool i think would be awesome i think it'd uh, be fun to be like archie and jurassic park i think it'd be fun archie meets john wick that'd be interesting but does archie fight with john wick or did archie accidentally kill his dog or is Jug- john- jughead, kill- jughead killed his dog yes that's what it is <laughs> jeez that would go that would get bad um, yeah, I don't know. Or is is John Wick in Riverdale and he teaches all of them to be badasses because, you know, somebody's coming. I don't know. But, yeah. All John- right. I got another one for you. Okay. Yeah. Archie versus Sharknado. <laughs> there that, you that exists? Go. It exists. <laughs> it exists. I would, I would, I would pay to read that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's only if Tara Sharknado. reads in it, though. If she's not in it, I, I don't. I'm not interested. So. What's Tara know. read up to these days? Sharknado. 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 That's that's it. Yeah. Uh, Ber- Archie versus Tintin. Versus Tintin. Not uh, meets Tintin. Versus Tintin. Versus Tintin. What about oh. Archie Snowpiercer? Oh God. Archie meets the Hunger Games, or Archie in the Hunger Games. <laughs> or Archie in the Matrix. <laughs> You know, yeah, so the, I'm sorry, the the Shark Nano one cracked me up. I think, and it's <laughs> and really it's good. like it's like the old school, same kind of classic Archie. Yeah. What about Shark Nano? Uh, Archie and the Angry Inch. There we go. <laughs> Battle the bands between Archie uh, versus Madmen. Archie yeah. versus Madmen. Yeah. Archie and Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh gosh. Major meth problem in uh, in Riverdale. There's a lot of yeah. That? Well, I mean, there might be with all the Southside Serpents and all that weird shit. That, that was a lot. I watched till halfway through the second season and when it did like the mid-season breaks when I, I, I fell out. So I haven't watched it since Jughead. Is he like the leader now? I know he joined because like his dad died or something. Uh-oh. I don't know. No, Adam, it's so more, more complicated. One, more complicated than it needs to be. But you, I can't even explain it to you in enough time for you to actually understand. Like it is absolutely insane so i'm like, picturing I, you a setup like the charlie day meme where he's got like the poster board with all the things stuck in it and all like the lines going everywhere yeah that's what i'm thinking of you doing right now yeah so, well that's so me with american horror story that that's I, I i am completely like oh and then this is connected to this i did my like hotel there's this guy on hotel, youtube actually, that i just found yesterday mm-hmm. who watches the first episode of a series and the last episode of a series oh interesting and he popped up on my youtube yesterday while i was like like putzing around, I was putting yeah. stuff together, 
And he did Pretty Little Liars. Uh-huh. And he's like, you can usually tell between the first episode and the last episode, like, everything that happened in the show. Yeah. And I was like, no, not yeah. with Pretty Little Liars. Like, there yeah. are so many left turns that they took in that show that just mm-hmm. didn't make sense. Plots that they just kind of left to the side. Yeah. Which is what Riverdale has done. It's like the writers forget what the hell they did the, the week before. Or it's they started like, and then someone got fired or they, you know. So there's, like, plots that they just, like... Oh, bring stuff up and then out of nowhere it'll like you'll never hear about it again or they'll have all this stuff and it ends up being like the janitor did it or whatever it's like this weird it's it is they went through cults they went through uh now it's now they've jumped seven years into the future Mm-hmm. But well, now, so actually, the age of the actors playing the, the characters. Yeah. Got so it. now, now all the actors are there are playing their own age, but it's set in like present day, which means the entire show prior to was supposed to be like ten years. Like first season was really gonna was supposed to be like ten years before twenty twenty. Like right. when they did the time jump and everything, and everyone's like, that doesn't make any. Like who the hell came up with this? Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, weed is legal in California, so. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but they, so, they, they also film it in Canada, so. Yeah, isn't yeah. It legal there too? I think so. Yeah, so it's um, in reality, uh, having Predator show up on the show would not be outside the realm of what is wow. going on on Riverdale. <laughs> They have aliens and uh, mothmen or whatever that they're saying are aliens. They're people being abducted and all this other stuff. And wow, it really went off the rails. Holy cow! Oh yeah, like it is. So you're saying they didn't jump the shark? The shark jumped the show. I think they've jumped the shark. I mean, this is like like Jaws kind of jump (laughs) every season. It is like like they jumped the shark back at the end of season two, and then since then it's just like they. I don't think they've actually ever gotten past the shark yet. It's just like they just went off into space. It's kind of like the beginning of um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where it's just all the the dolphins going up and Mm -hmm. back into space. Like that's pretty much what happened with River. (laughs) It just like went well, you know, whatever. So, um, predator showing up on the show actually would not be totally out of the realm of possibility on this show. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, is it worth watching though to catch up just to see what a train wreck it is, or is it just kind of like, no, just go Wikipedia it? Yeah, I I don't watch it. I actually one of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, does like a Riverdale roundup mm-hmm. and I listened to it because I watched the first two seasons so I know who all the characters are so it's easy to follow um, and they go through like what happened in the episode and they tell you how crazy it is and everything so that's how I know what's going on but I haven't watched an episode since Luke Perry died um, I watched the first episode of the mm-hmm. whatever season it was that that they had um, mm-hmm. his, his, you know, Fred Andrews die. And um, I cried through the whole episode and then I just fell off watching it again. Cause it was like, I'm only watching this because I went the memorial to Fred and, and that's it. And, mm-hmm. um, but the storyline around it was just so, it's just so asinine. And like, 
another YouTuber, Alex Myers, who I made Brian watch yeah. over New Year's. He does like uh, Riverdale reviews and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, he always makes jokes that like, Archie fights crime with his abs and all yeah. this other stuff. <laughs> I mean, it actually does, so. fits the whole like Betty and Veronica fighting over him and everything that's going on in this book. And it's like, mm-hmm. what is up with this dude? Like, why is every like why are these two fairly attractive women like mm-hmm. like pining over this doofy looking dude? Um, and then you get to Riverdale and they make Archie this like super suave looking dude. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, he has no brains in his head at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's pretty, I guess. So yeah. there you go. So yeah. Cool. Uh with that, let's jump into grades. Uh Mr. Adam, what is your grade? I'm gonna go with a B plus. It was it was fun. It was cute. It was campy. Uh not gonna go back and re- well, actually, no, I'm gonna go back and read it one more time because I want to catch the references that I missed. Uh, but it's it's not one that I'm gonna go revisit very often. Yeah. Uh Mr. Todd. B plus as well. That's great. Okay, Lena. I'm gonna say A minus. I liked it. Um <laughs> I not only that, but I think this is something I would tell other people to read. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing for me when it comes to to grades like if it's something i would recommend then it it automatically gets a bump mm-hmm. i'm uh, i'm actually gonna go with an a i really like this book and it was very rereadable in my opinion i thought it was super fun um yeah and i like it and it is one of those crazy books of like someone's like hey i want to read some we had a todd and i had a, a friend who uh, always was looking for movies which he called mind fuck movies mind uh, fuck. yeah he wouldn't say fuck but he would say mind fuck movies that's um, a utah thing it is yeah so we would always like recommend weird books for this is sort of like a mind fuck kind of comic like just like if you were in the mood for just something bizarre this is the uh this is the comic book to recommend so cool uh so next week we're starting to do something a little bit different we're gonna dive into um alan moore's run on um swamp thing we kind of want to do a a slightly longer run on a storyline that we know is actually of some decent quality and see how it goes um because let's be honest we kind of did a run of some some shit comics so uh we're we're trying to get some uh some good stuff under our belt and also just try to look at what it's like to not just read the first book and then move on so we're going to be doing sort of a deeper dive on that um and we'll see how it goes uh uh, I have a bunch so of collections of things. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I think it's the saga of the Swamp Thing, technically. Um, yep. I'm looking for my copy copies. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll we'll figure out which uh, which round of books we're reading. Um, but uh, I think that's where we're going to go, and we'll see how far that takes us. Uh, my suspicion is it'll probably be at least six weeks, but we'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, so that'll be it. Anybody else have anything else they want to add? Yeah, one more thing. I found yeah. a couple more Archie meets. Oh, good. Yes. Archie meets George Takei. Oh, nice. Archie meets Michael Strahan. Archie meets Lady Gaga or Lady Gaga. As Lady, Gaga. Lady Gaga. Uh, <laughs> so, so there's quite a few um, people that Archie seems to meet. So there you go. Um, okay, so I found my copy of Swamp Thing. My first trade is uh, Swamp Thing number 20 through 27, which I think is probably going to be a good storyline for us to do. So that'll be what we'll be reading next week. Um, so it's the Saga of the Swamp Thing, um, number 20 from 1984. Um, and then uh, basically we're reading uh, from, from January of 1984 to August of 1984. Uh, that's what we're going to read uh, starting next week. So we will, uh, we're going to just read the Alan Moore run on Swamp Thing. 
because also I wanted to finish what that What I will off. say, especially with this first arc, yeah, it's this is how you do a retcon that doesn't suck. That's true. He does sort of uh, he does take a uh, a story that sort of existed, and and you don't have to really understand what was going on before this. Like it, you you get what's going on, but he sort of yeah, it is a very good retcon without throwing away the previous. Um, That's right. There's a uh, lot of retcons that it's like a single bubble. Yeah, there's a book we read, and I'm like, and that's how you retcon in half a page. Yeah, exactly. And. <laughs> Right, and it's like, oh, you thought it was this, but we were fooling you all along. It's yeah. really this instead. Yeah. That's not a great retcon. Yeah, but this is like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, how so, and you know, yeah, I won't talk more, but yeah, that's how do you do a proper retcon? Yeah, Alan Moore shows us. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited for everybody to read that. Um, I'm excited to finish this series because I've had all of the trades for a bit and I've been waiting to finish them all off and, and this is going to force me to finish them all off. So I'm excited about what that. is a bit interesting as of this recording there, um, this Alan Moore's run is being released in their, um, absolute format. So uh-huh. they're, um, big gas oversized. And these things have like a soft green texture on the cover. Itself. Oh yeah. Dude, this thing is, it's bizarre. Two of three volumes have been released so far. I think the third volume just got pushed to next year because mm-hmm. you know, paper shortages. Yeah. Do you have those absolute editions, Todd? Mm -hmm. You do? (laughs) (laughs) Are you surprised? I'm not. I was just curious if I get him to admit it. Uh, So, uh, I luckily have a couple... look on Todd's face right now is just lovely. (laughs) Well, so, I looked out once. I have two great Batman absolute editions because there was one book that Todd wanted, but it only came if you bought the set, (laughs) and he already owned the other two, so I got his copies of the other two so he could have the set. So I have two absolutes of uh, absolute Batman: The Long Halloween and The Haunted Night, which I love. So I'm not those complaining. are great They're amazing absolutes. Books. Yeah, I'm not. I will never complain about that. It's just one of those funny things that I have. Uh, I will say the craziest thing I have. I have. I'm on like volume three though. Is they are um, the original Hellblazer run is 26 volumes, and they've just released volume 25, and I've got it through 25. Wow! But it's 300 issues that they've actually been like one every four to five months have been coming out for mm-hmm. years now. So what's really interesting watching is the uh, trade dress change because it's keeping the same format, but it's Vertigo, Vertigo, DC Vertigo, oh, yeah. Black Label, mm-hmm. and it's just do-do-do-do-do-do-do over time. Yeah. I have uh, I have some like that too, or where like the logo just changes sizes every so slightly, which oh yeah, you gotta love insane. that. Yeah. Um, so, all right, cool. That'll do it for it for this week. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us, and uh, join us next week for uh, Swamp Thing, and uh, we will see you all later. Bye. Bye. That's a really nice tone. I'm proud of y'all. That was good. We practice. Yeah, obviously. <laughs>